In this episode, I was sat down with Anne Borden of Starling Bank. Anne, thank you very much for taking part in this. Thanks for inviting me. You are the founder and CEO of the company. And do you want to start with just telling me about what the process of founding the company was like? Well, I had a long career in in banking and in technology. And in early 2014, I decided that, well, banking needed to be very different. And banking was broken. And I decided to start a new bank. And that's Starling Bank. During this process and, and before, did you ever feel like it was problematic being a woman? Um, yes, being a woman is unusual. I've had a long career in, in, in banking and technology, and there have never been many women. Um, I think I graduated in computer science in the 80s, and there weren't many of us, and things haven't got much better. So I was always the one or two women, one of two women perhaps in a boardroom, but now I'm an entrepreneur, and there are very, very few entrepreneurs running this sort of fintech business that are women. Mm. And can you talk me a little bit through the the differences when you started the company and until now maybe? Mm. Has there been a lot of change? Uh, Well, the company's growing very fast. Um, I started Starling in 2014, um, and we had a long period of raising money. It took us nearly two years, Uh, but then we... Um, had a great investor who had a technology background that really appreciated the business and made a significant investment back in the end of 2015. Uh, He invested £48 million and that was a huge seed round to build what has turned out to be a fantastic bank. Mm. We launched uh, in 2017 after getting our banking licence in 2016. And it's been one big journey. Mm. Um, it's been very exciting. We now um, have you know, 1.2, 1.3 million customers, 1.2 billion of deposits, and growing very, very fast. Mm. We have people very, um, who run their lives on Starling. Our average balances are very high. People are in love with the, with the Starling experience. We've recently launched our new small business banking mm. ad, uh, which is having fantastic feedback. It's an ad about um, a woman in her business taking off and flying, and, and on the way she she's hit by a bolt of lightning, and that happens to lots of businesses. On the way to success, things go wrong, and it's all about maintaining control, maintaining focus, and then soaring. Going back to the um, the funding stage, you said it took two years. Mm. Um, why does it seem to be more difficult for women to to get funding to start companies? I think, first of all, it's difficult for everyone. It was particularly difficult to start a bank. I had a plan which is very audacious. Um, there's going to be a new bank with new technology, starting from scratch, with a new banking licence. There's going to have a very, very different business model. And when I started knocking on doors in, in 2014... Nobody believed it was possible. And I'm not a typical founder. I was in my 50s. I'd had a long career in traditional banks. And I was a woman. So people look at you through a certain lens. Uh, first of all, can you, can you become an entrepreneur after a long time working for traditional banks? Can you break the mould and really do something quite innovative? And yes, I was a woman. And not many women are fintech entrepreneurs. 
and therefore people look at you through that lens and decide, well, are they prepared to take that risk? With these experiences, how have you managed to take them with you and apply them here? I think that I'm very, very excited by the fact that building a great business is all about diversity, it's all about having energy and creating and having passion. And I think all the times that people say no to you gives you a huge amount of energy. And if you use those no's to drive your ambition and enthuse people, you can build a great business. It's all about keeping going. It's all about taking the feedback, using the feedback to get even better and using it to drive your ambition and achieve. So have you got any measures in place here in terms of quotas and as well when it comes to maternity and paternity leave? How do you deal with those kind of issues? Uh, yes, at Starling we are uh, we're an organisation that's been built on different principles. I feel passionately about the fact that we should aspire to having 50-50. Why shouldn't women have 50% of all the powerful jobs in the world? Mm. Why shouldn't we have 50-50 in Parliament, running big companies? It is very, very... Um, why hasn't it changed? When I started my career 30 years ago, we didn't have many women in senior positions. It hasn't got better. Uh, so back to Starling. Why are things different in Starling? First of all, it does really make things better when there are role models. We have very senior women here in great roles. And I think that presents the role models for the rest of the organisation. 40% of our executive are women and some of the, the major thought leaders in lots of different areas across the organisation are women. What do you think would be different if we actually reached the point where, not just this company, but in government? Yes, I think you can look at this in two ways. You can say that if there were more women in positions of power across all parts of our life, you could think about things and how they would be different. But I think that... I think we should also look at it from the person actually fulfilling the job. It is just fair. Why should we as women not have the expectation of having a 50-50 chance? Why shouldn't we not be fulfilling 50% of those jobs when only 10% or 15% of those jobs are going to women? Not enough women are coming through. And the bar is set very high for women compared to setting the bar for men. We have to perform at a far higher level than men do to get the same jobs. Do you think that women get more scared because the scrutiny is, and level of scrutiny is higher? I think women give up in some respects because they feel as if they're not getting fair treatment. And that's very, very sad. And what I'm telling people is, don't give up fight even harder, use that, use the rejection, use the no's to fight even harder because we deserve 50% of the jobs, we deserve 50% of the funding and we deserve 50% of the opportunities and we're not getting that. Do you think, in terms of funding especially, if there was a quota in place saying that 50% should go to women and 50% to men or if you look at different backgrounds as well, socioeconomic mm. backgrounds, would that be a good solution or is it the fact that people's mentality around it will have to change? 
I think that as well as um, awarding investment funding to women and giving women a fair chance when it comes to appointments to powerful positions, in order to be successful in those roles, people need support in those roles. People need to believe in you. So it's not just getting the job, it's getting the support once you're in the job. What I also want to ask is, what do you have going on at Starling Bank at the moment? Oh, it's so, so exciting. <laughs> um, we are ever so proud that we are doing such great things for businesses. And I have a chance in my role of coming across some exciting businesses that are new, that are exciting, that are changing the world for the good. And I am in that unique position of being helped those businesses. Uh, Starling's an exciting place. It's full of people that are passionate about building banking services for our customers and when those customers thrive we thrive but lots of new products coming out we have multi-currency accounts we have lots of new services for um, small businesses so they can link into HMRC or do they VAT returns we have great new products coming out to help retail customers so it's an exciting place to be. And is that just this year, or what's your plan? Yeah, well, we're working on a process to get a, an Irish banking license, which will mean that we'll uh, can have a European centre in, in Dublin, and then passport out of Dublin, out of Ireland, into European countries. So I very much hope mm. that in a couple of years' time, you'll be seeing us across Europe. Cool. Thank you very much for Thank uh, you. taking part.